0: But, uh, but I deliberately did that. It was a, a way of being able to teach myself how far I'd come. And by golly, you do.
1: Hello, and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
0: And I'm Colin
1: Bradley. And welcome, everyone, to episode
0: 76. We that, are Steve, don't you? Sorry? You know what that means, don't you? What? <laughs> da, 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 da 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 da. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. What are you so doing? It's 76 trombones. Oh, is it? Oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was I just lost... thought you'd like to know that. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lost on all our listeners, they would know it. I'm and sure. I can tell you where it's from. It's from the music man. Oh, is it, it? It was a, it was a, it was a musical film as well as a musical play. I've heard of it, and Robert, Robert Preston, and I think it was uh, Shirley Jones. I think uh, played the part. Very good film. <laughs> okay, that's where it came from. Now that's a really, really interesting bit of information. That's, I'm sure that, everybody appreciates that. That is how you open an art podcast, right there. <laughs> I've got a great one for next week. but I'm not going to tell you what. No, I'm... oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, brilliant. Okay. Well, thanks for that uh, film recommendation out there. Um, and uh, so, uh, how are you doing this week,
0: Dad? Oh, I'm all right. Thank you. Are you yeah, sure? You. It's been a great week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Uh, thanks to everyone um, for your lovely comments on our video podcast we did last week in London.
0: Dad, and I'm really um, glad they enjoyed that. And obviously they want more of them, because I did enjoy it too, and I know you did. Mm. It was great fun, wasn't it?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. It was a really nice change, and it was great to try it. It was, it was completely experimental, and it went down, came out great, and it went down well. So mm. that's mm. going to be the first of many now.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to do another one, aren't we? Um, next. next, Well, we're going to be doing it next week, but we won't be... Re- it's recording the following week, isn't it?
1: That's right, because we'll be recording it on the Friday So it'll be going yeah. out the Friday after
0: And that's uh, going to be at Patchings Art Farm So that's another great venue
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be scouring to find some good location there um, But yeah, absolutely We'll talk more on Patchings a little bit later Okay um, But for now, let's dive into some of your feedback and questions So... Okay. The first one I've got here is a bit of a long one, but it's a nice one. So um, I'm going to read it out first. It's from Anne-Marie. I believe it's Anne-Marie. She's put A-Marie. So we think it's Anne-Marie, don't we? She says, I would like to thank you for your, for the tutorials you have placed on YouTube. It is entirely by your generosity in sharing your knowledge that has enabled me to create the portrait I will link to you below. I had two cats pass away on me in the last few years, both of which who had been with me their entire life, and I considered them my children. It was quite a rough ordeal, to be honest. As an artist, I have really wanted to do their portraits to hang up in my home, but I could never get them to look right in watercolour, oil, or acrylic. I never thought to use pastels or pastel pencils, because in my mind, until seeing your work, I didn't think pastels would capture such beauty. I've since learned how very wrong I was, and boy, am I glad uh, for it too. The portrait of my dear girl isn't perfect, but it's so much better than I thought I'd do on my first try. So it gives me great hope what practice will bring. I've since done two other cats and found that all all white long haired attempt I made on the third painting was much more difficult than the first two. But all fun in experimenting and learning. I would also like to tell you that I really enjoy your podcast and I appreciate what you have told people about not listening to someone who says they have no talent. I was told that quite often about drawing when I was growing up, though it was my first love. Upon looking back, I realised those who told me had no clue and I should have listened to the ones who complimented me, Uh, but we don't often do that, do we? I look forward to joining your membership in the future. I know there's room for improvement, so she's linked to the picture as well. She says, uh, I know there's room for improvement but for sure, but if you had seen my watercolour, oils or acrylic attempts... Well, let's just say you'd be jumping for
0: joy, too. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so uh, what a lovely email. Oh, that's fantastic, isn't it? Boy, doesn't it bring some points home, too? Let's pick up a few of them that uh, Anne-Marie's mentioned. One of them was the fact that you shouldn't listen to people who criticise you. Mm. It's not easy to do that. Because you've only got it, you could. If you get one person criticise you and a hundred people compliment, you always remember the one that criticised you. It's human nature that, and it's a shame that that has happened. And it's sad that people feel they have to make that kind of criticism too. Uh, but but she's risen above it, and good for her too. And the picture she's done is stunning, I've got to tell you, Anne-Marie. It was a, a first attempt uh, at pastels, although. She's an experienced artist in, in other mediums, but she's absolutely right in saying that the pastel pencils is an animal medium. I mean, I've proved that over and over and over and over again. I love the other things it will do, the other subjects, and I think they do cracking landscapes, they do cracking still life, and cracking portraits, again, as I've proved. But the animals excel yeah. And this is what we mainly concentrate on. And I every reason to think that we'll be doing so in future too because yeah. there's so many more uh, fantastic subjects that we can tackle with them. One of the, things, the reasons for it is that pastel pencil has got, I like a magic about it, it has a texture which you can't replicate in oil, acrylic, Watercolor, it just can't do it. You can to a certain extent in soft pastel, but with soft pastel, it's more impressionistic. The work that's done, although uh, Kevin does fantastic work, and I'm sure people with people that follow Facebook would have seen Kevin's work. It is stunning. So he manages to combine pastel pencils and pastel together, but the pastel pencil is the master. And uh, I think if Marie um, really carries on. She's going to be really, really good at it. She's got everything going for her at the moment, especially, as I said, with the art background. Well done, my dear. That's good, yeah. And thank you so much. That was a absolutely inspirational feedback as well as being uh, humbling as far as we are concerned.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's, it's great to put that word on it, magic, because it almost does feel like a, a magic, doesn't it, that you're able to create those effects.
0: Absolutely, I, I still marvel at it, Steve. You know, I've been doing it for thirty years, and I still am amazed at when I uh, complete a picture or a section of a picture, and I have I draw in breath sometimes. I think, wow, and it carries on surprising you. That's what's lovely about it. Mm.
1: Great. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks so much for that email, Anne Marie. Moving on, the next one we have is from Ian. Uh dear Colin, I sent you a Christmas picture of the church painting. You replied saying that you liked the snow falling. I just watched a clip where you said you can't keep the snow on the painting. Uh I scraped the white with sand uh with sandpaper over the painting and got a plastic bottle and rolled this over the painting so that it crushed it onto the painting without doing any damage to it. Interesting.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> I I it does make you laugh, really. It, you know people come up with these inventions and if it works absolutely great yeah because there was i'm a, not sure i would do that it to, was for my pictures but you but, know it was obviously works <laughs> and i've seen the picture and it looks good
1: yeah yeah absolutely and the um the funny thing is because you did a uh you did a uh sort of scrape um it was like a polychromos didn't you like uh using That's a grater right. onto the thing and it looked yeah. really nice though falling, but then you were like well <laughs> what do I do now? It can't stay yes, there.
0: Blow it off. <laughs> I just blew it all off. Um, there is another way of doing it, although even that's risky, and that is you could use the colour shaper. And not rub it, but you could tap it with a colour shaper. I mean, it would take you forever to go through a whole picture <laughs> tapping all the snowflakes. But that's another way you could crush it into the paper with a bit more control of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, something funny... I got the idea of this many, many years ago when I was doing some watercolour work. I did a, a ski scene. There were was, was skiers and there was a dark sky. I thought, wow, wouldn't it be nice to put some uh, snow in? Now, this is in watercolour, remember. Now, how would you suggest I did that? Well, I thought, I wonder how I could do this. What I actually did, Steve, is I dipped a toothbrush into uh, a fairly strong solution of White, yeah. Okay. Imagine this, and then flick with my finger, (laughs) and it flicked on it. So it looked fantastic. It It looked what? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. It really looked good, you know. And uh, I think that's probably where I got the idea from, you know, when I thought, oh, how am I going to do the similar sort of thing with snow? Yeah. Uh, And you know, that was an afterthought, wasn't it? I, I I thought I finished the picture and said, there you are, folks. There's a, there's a lovely Christmas card. Uh, and then I thought, how how can I put that snow on? So it was an afterthought. Yeah. And I, I, don't, and I know that, well, we know that Ian, is it Ian?
1: Yeah.
0: Ian did it, so there good go. for him. There you go. It's, cool. look, look, the whole thing about this, and I keep saying it, and I'm, I'm getting boring now, it's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be having fun when we do artwork, and things like that really are fun.
1: yeah. Definitely, and it works with watercolor with the toothbrush. I can imagine because you know it sticks to it, and you've got to it's be
0: a bit careful. <laughs> I tell you what, though, folks, um, uh, if you decide to have a go at that, um, I would practice on paper first before actually <laughs> subject it to picture, because <laughs> I can just imagine someone you know having a lovely picture there, and they go tick, and suddenly a great big blob. In the middle of it. <laughs> someone's thrown a big snowball <laughs> <laughs> so if you do if you do have a go at this folks practice it please do please it. practice before you you could you could mix. completely ruin your watercolor work <laughs> can you oh dear oh i can just imagine the the abusive letters i'm gonna get, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get if they try that
1: <laughs> yeah okay yeah good point good good uh, save save on that one um excellent so thanks ian that's a, it was a great question and thanks for your uh feedback next one is from wendy wendy says uh this is in response to the black labrador feedback that you put on we put on our blog and um, mm. she was uh needed some help with the background and you you gave her some advice on that and she has commented on this post saying, thank you again, Colin. The customer really loved the painting and has ordered another commission for his girlfriend. So Wendy's getting uh, getting
0: some lots of
1: commissions coming through. She,
0: she deserves it too. She works very hard. She has took my advice early on when I said, the more you do, the better you are. And that's proving the case because the last picture, I've just seen the last picture she's done, uh, for the second commission. It's great. It really is. And you know, we were just talking a little bit earlier on with Anne Marie's uh, email about how the magic of the pastel pencil. Now, Wendy's an amateur artist and really, you know, just getting underway, really. And that picture is stunning. I, c- I can imagine people looking at that, or the, pe- the person who's commissioned it would look at that and been enthralled by it. Mm. Uh, even amateur work in pastel pencil has a magic to it. Yeah. And this certainly did. I don't know whether Wendy, I hope Wendy's going to put it on the Facebook page. It's not on there yet. Uh, and it's not my job to do it. But I think, uh, Wendy, and I know you're listening, put it on there. Let people, it's a sweet picture and the nose is stunning. Yes. Yeah. So this is, it just goes to show um, that the, the, the more Pastel, pencil, paintings you do, the more you learn, the more you're encouraged, the more you're inspired. And uh, our job is to, to help that along. Yeah. And I'm more than grateful to do it because, you know, to do one black Labrador, which is hard anyway, black dogs and uh, black animals generally are hard, but black Labrador is hard. Mm. And it made a great job of it. And then she put the background on and it was even better. And the customers are asked for more. You, no, you can't have a better recommendation than that, can you?
1: No. Pick yeah, it. absolutely. Well, there is actually. I don't know if this is what you're talking about. I think it is the white terrier. Uh, oh yes, it is on Facebook. So oh, well,
0: people I'm can? Sorry. I, I'm a little bit out of touch then.
1: It's all right. It's there, it's, so people can check it out. Yeah, oh, and it does look amazing. I doesn't it? Say. Doesn't it?
0: Do you know what I mean, Steve? Um, it, it had a. I don't know. It, it seemed as though it was going to jump. Off the page and give you a lick. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's got a lot of character to, to that oh, picture. Oh. Definitely lovely to be
0: able to do that sort of thing. Mm.
1: Okay, so you've got a question there from Juliet, I think, haven't you?
0: I have. Juliet says, "I would love to know if Colin, me, has done any demos using Faber Castell soft pastels, which I've just purchased, and Faber Castell pastel pencils together." The colours of the soft pastels are lovely, and I can't wait to get started. Thank you sincerely, Juliet. Now, this is the little range of 72 that we've just introduced into the range, and they are very smashing colours. Um, Did I say 72? You did say 72. No, I I, I, I meant 24. I was (laughs) going to say it. I didn't know that. I got it all wrong. 24,
1: 24, yeah.
0: Very startling colours, and they are nice. Now, can you use them together with the pastel pencils? Um, I I, I very rarely, if ever, use pastel, pastel soft pastels or the stick pastels within a pastel pencil painting combined together because they are slightly different in their texture. And you will find that if you use pastel pencils on top of soft pastel, you can just scrape it off. You don't get that uh, key that you do when you're using a pastel pencil on top of a pastel pencil. Far better, really, to use the pastels that we have as add-ons, enhancements. Uh, in other words, you put the pastel pencil on and you think, hmm, I put do with livening this colour up a little bit. Nothing wrong then with putting a little bit of soft pastel into it. Mm. Uh, but then you don't really want to put the pastel pencil back on again, otherwise it's great what you've done off uh, It works brilliantly in backgrounds and this is where mainly I do use them but if you go back to the portrait which I did with the two children now there I did a I used pastel pencils to start with on the background. And then I use the soft pastel, I use polychroma sticks as well as the softer pastel to put the embellishments on to make it look that sparkle. And to be honest, it wouldn't have looked as good as it does without the soft pastel or the polychromas added to the pastel pencil. But you can't use them really on their own. The problem we have, and I've dealt with this before, the pastel paper that we use, the on pastel paper, is perfect for pastel pencil. It works brilliantly, as we know. But I'm not so sure it's that good with soft pastel. It's not so bad with the Castell pastel sticks that we sell because they're slightly harder than the softer pastels that you can buy. But they they don't key as well to the engray pastel paper as pastel pencil does. If you were going to use a soft pastel on its own, you're best to get a sort of a rougher paper. Colour-fixed paper is really good for that. And you can get lots of pastel paper, which has uh, got a better tooth on it. Um, and the pastel works better. But they, those papers don't work so well with uh, pastel pencils. So you have a kind of a, a crossover of those two mediums. Mm. I think the very best way are, of using the, the soft pastel sticks we use and the polychromers is to think of them as enhancing your pastel picture. You can put it in. I remember uh, using it um, when I wanted to enhance a little bit of uh, white ones, uh, fluffiness on the white. I don't tell you what it was, Steve. It was on the Poodle. Go way, way back.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, the, one of the, the first Poodle.
0: projects. When I did the original Poodle picture, which, as I said, was before um, we, we had the member site, I got to the point where I needed to add more pastel, and I couldn't use the pastel pencil. But the soft pastel worked brilliantly, so that's that's a, just a case in point where mm. you want to add uh, a little extra to your picture. I think okay. have, I, so, have I answered that question? I think so. rapidly
1: not. W- just, just just to add on to that, there's uh, projects on our members' site that combine the soft pastels and the pastel pencils, mm. uh, and one of them is the ballerina. Uh, the other one, off the top of my head, is the prowling tiger. Yeah.
0: What was the other one that? that I mentioned I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember to see but I, I know that, that those are two very good examples though I mean the the, the portrait of the girls I think I used soft, soft pastel, pastel in the background yeah. there didn't I? Um, when you use soft pastel you kind of look at it being more impressionistic the, the pastel pencils are more realistic so you can work on very fine detail with them you can yeah. get brilliant as we know But when you're using the soft pastel, you've got to stick. And by its very nature, it it requires more of an impressionistic approach. In the Prowling Tiger, for instance, that's when I used the soft pastel to really great effect because we had to get a very dark background for one thing. And then into that dark background, we wanted to put some lighter colors. And pastel pencil wouldn't have worked. You can't put light over the top of dark. So what worked really well was using the soft pastel to create that effect. And um, it, it, it's magical when you get put the two together. In fact, put the three together. If you put the pastel pencil, the polychromas and the stick pastels together in a picture, you can make it look really stunning. And the reason I don't do it as often as maybe you would like me to is because they're more difficult to use. Yeah, Soft pastels are more difficult to use. And by very nature, when I said, you've got to be impressionistic, people think, oh, oh I don't know whether I can do that. I mean, I, I, can, I can draw within the lines and I can draw what I can see, but when I'm having to use my imagination, which you have to in that, it, it's more difficult. But these, I can tell people, will come in time. As you get more and more used to the pastel work and the imagery, you, you start to want and feel the uh, need to be a little bit more free, a little bit more loose. But you can't be loose until you are, have done more uh, realistic work. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: It's got to be, you know, so I know a lot of these great artists, the Remoir and uh, Rembrandt and even Picasso to a certain extent, you look at their work and you think, oh, well, you know, they're very nice, but, you know, can they draw, really draw? Are they good draftsmen? The answer is a brilliant draftsman. They started out life really being able to draw to perfection. But they get to a point when you think, well, do I need to draw this accurately? The answer is no, you don't. You you need to put the essence into a picture rather than the reality. And there's a crossover point when that happens, and it's going to happen to every one of you. I hope, because it's great fun when it does, when you when you decide that you've got enough experience to be able to put a dob here and a blob there and make it look real. And it's going to happen. Mm. It's worth waiting for, folks. But you've got to do a lot of work before you get that far. You've got to get to the point where you understand and know your uh, techniques inside out. That's when you can do it. I will do them. I promise you, folks. To a certain extent, the Remoir. You know the Remoir, what I did. That, that to a certain extent, was um, very loose.
1: Yeah, and that used soft pastels as well.
0: Uh, it, absolutely, yes. Oh, I tell you, where else too? I used it really good. The flower picture. You know the flowers I did. Yeah. I, the background there was um, soft pastel. Yeah. So you see, you've only got to look back on these pictures and see how magical they are. Yeah. but that is it's not so easy to do it's not so easy to do that and it has you know it's like everything else you've got to be you know, we're talking about master of the art you've got to master the medium before you can start playing with it like that otherwise you get into a bit of a mess yeah okay Well, oh, good uh, i think you covered that question i think i have <laughs> Thank you, Juliet. See what you start when you when you say something like that to me.
1: <laughs> no, but very good advice there, and I think uh, that's it's quite inspiring to hear that. And it's also it's it's more tools and it's varying it up and and giving more um, options to people to try and, and uh, levels to get to.
0: What I like, Steve, about this this idea is that. You know, we've got a lot of, a lot of hundreds and hundreds of artists now and hundreds of people that follow us and they're all want to do, want to run before they can walk. And that's natural. I was the same. I wanted to do the same. But you have to pull the reins in and say, hang on a minute, let me listen to Colin, Let me, let me do what I can. Because I've seen over the years, I've seen artists start off just playing around with it, thinking mm, it's not very good, is it? And I have to agree with them that it's not great, but there's there's potential. And then you see them gradually go from one to another. When does is, when is the case in point you get better and better and better and better and better? And you see, I tell you somebody else who's um, coming along very well, Gabrielle. Now, she started off only a few weeks ago. We're doing a picture. Um, and she said to me, what do you think? Is it, it was actually very good, but I could see things in it that, you know, with experience, she would get better, and she's on a third. Well, she just showed me her third picture now. By goodness me, the difference between the first and the third! And I said to her, as I say to everybody, think about your tenth picture. If you start off with one, if you think of this is number one, I've learned something from this. Now, will I learn from every picture you do? Yes, you will. So, think of your tenth picture. Wonder what that will look like. And th- this is how I. This is what I thought when I first started. And then I thought, wow. I got to the 10th one and thought, wow, this, look at the difference between the 10 and the first. And I thought, I wonder what the 20th one would be like. And then I I remember counting up and I got to the 20th one and thought, wow, look at the difference between this and number 10. And what about the difference between that and number one?
1: Yeah.
0: Then you see the yardstick, you start thinking, wow, this is getting better. Then I jumped from 20 to 50. And after that, I've lost count. <laughs> But, uh, but I deliberately did that. It was a, a way of being able to teach myself how far I'd come. And by golly, you do. You know, when you do about three pictures and you think, oh, I'm not very good at this, of course you're not. For goodness sake, it takes time. It takes time to understand and learn these things. But it's a good yardstick. And Gabriel, as she said, I'm heading towards 10. <laughs> this is number three towards 10. So she followed my advice. And I'm looking... Forward to her 10th picture because i can see that there's going to be that improvement is going to continue pastel pencils will do it for you folks
1: wow that's uh you basically just sold everyone on pastel pencils that isn't already a pastel pencil artist
0: <laughs> <laughs> well they, they probably can tell that i'm a, a passionate I'm passionate about the medium, and I am passionate. I, you have only going to look at my work to see that passion coming out every time. And, yeah. and I, on the videos, I, I love what I do. I love the work I do. And I know people do as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm just privileged that uh, I found it.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I've been able to carry on, as I have done over these years, and inspire others. Great. It's a wonderful medium. You can't argue with it, can you? You've only got to look at the, the proof of the pudding.
1: Absolutely. Okay, good. All right. Well, thank you for that. And and, uh, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Uh, I know I said last week that we'd be talking about the second half of a a picture, but we will have to leave that until next week. But I tell you what I will do is I will put the picture uh, or the section of the picture on our blog, uh, on the show notes of this podcast and on the blog, so people can see what's coming and we'll get to talk about that maybe next week or maybe (laughs) the week after I'm thinking (laughs) we would be at Patchings next week
0: well the trouble is you see I keep rabbiting on that's the trouble
1: (laughs) no it's all good it's all good uh, it's all good advice so uh,
0: I think the only thing I would say about the cow is that that we'd mention it was a cow did we
1: no but thanks for doing that
0: now (laughs) (laughs) oh dear Uh, Colleen's food pod again I thought you'd mention it you didn't mention it oh it's a cow folks
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think they heard the first time yeah (laughs) Anyway,
0: that, I mean that's great because they don't know what I'm what I've done with it, have they? <laughs> they could just okay,
1: What's happening? Are, are you going to finish <laughs> or are you going to just uh, spoil it? Are you going uh, to what, shall what? I spoil it? No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could go on about it.
1: No, let's stop there. Stop. All right. right, Well That's
0: that's that's one of our hangovers for next week, folks. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, or the week after, or the week. After. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no. I'll put the picture up so people can see what's coming up. And well, that's...
0: they'll see it anyway, so I haven't spoiled it. If you're going to put it up,
1: you're, you're right, absolutely right. They <laughs> they can hear, it, they've heard it, so now they can go and see it.
0: Yeah. What they won't know though, I, 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 I'll spoil it again. Is there's, there's other cows in the field because you're only going to put the one cow up, aren't you? That's
1: that's the tutorial, yeah. That's yeah, that's
0: yeah. But there are other cows which I don't do. I only do that one. Absolutely. that's right oh, on video at least uh, yeah. i did do the others but i only do that one on video so but there are other cows will you wait till you see it uh it's
1: good it's very good okay so if you've got a question or feedback uh for us you can uh, go to our website colinbradleyart.co.uk and click on the contact page at the top to fill out the form and it will send it to us and um, you can also send us a voice message if anyone else uh, if anyone out there wants to It's uh, the there's a send voice message button on our website in the bottom left hand corner. And uh, you just click that and record your message and we'll play it on the podcast. Uh, As we mentioned earlier on in the show, we'll be at Patchings next week. The Patchings Art Festival in Nottingham. So if you're in the UK and you want to come along and meet us, then we'll be doing a live podcast from there. About 1 p.m. we're hoping in the afternoon to do a live podcast. So if you're around and you're at the event and you want to come and watch the podcast watch us record it live uh, then you can come along and even we'll take your questions there and then so it's going to be a really good video to podcast but also you have a chance to be in our audience and watch us there so we'll be on the phantasm easels uh, stand at patching so you can come find us anytime throughout the day on friday the 6th of june Okay, so uh, if you fancy coming along, um, you can either come along at one or come along at any time during the day, but we'll be podcasting then.
0: Yeah, I'll be doing a little bit Deming.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so if you've got any problems, that's the time to bring them along, because I can, might be able to solve a few for you. There you go.
1: So uh, a chance to, chance to meet Colin and myself, and also, uh, yes, get some feedback and, uh, and chat to the master. Ah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh i think we'll call it day
0: there that's uh I, I think that's all right i think we've done well mate you've yeah. <laughs> well, i haven't done anything you've done all the work oh no no, no. Well, i'm exhausted now yeah. but it, i hope next week we'll be live again i mean this has been another skype and because you're up in london doing all your bits and i'm danny brawl says so doing all my bits so we haven't been able to meet up but next week we're we're live again aren't we absolutely we can do a live podcast which would be nice yep
1: Okay, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley.
0: I'm Colin Bradley.
1: Enjoy Enjoy. your week.